Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk shoes. I had no... Recorded live. Why? Because... I, w- I was not really hooked in to the Holy Spirit. I wasn't being led by the Holy Spirit. I was totally, completely carnal. Although I was saved and born again, I was completely carnal. Do you know that it is very possible to be born again but still walking in the flesh? Well, there is a result that comes from that, and it is misery. We are miserable when we walk like that. There is another result. We are not a blessing or a benefit to anybody else, and we are pathetic representation of what it means to be a Christian. Amen? So after having a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit, really beginning to learn the Word, now, I mean, I don't have to be very far at all into a conversation that is not pleasing to God, and I know it, just like that. And I mean, I've had to stop more than once in the middle of something and say, eh, wait a um, I shouldn't be saying this, just, I'm sorry, forget it. And it's good for us to embarrass ourselves and do that from time to time. And honestly, when you fall deeply in love with Jesus enough, you will do anything in order to be obedient to him. He said in John 14, if you love me, you will obey me. Now, I think we can take that two ways. My level of obedience shows my level of love for God, but also loving him always equates into obedience. And so really, sometimes if you're having trouble with your behavior, the way to fix it is to just go spend more time with God. Because the more you hang out with him, the more you're not going to want to grieve him or vex or sadden him. Thank God there's an answer besides just trying and struggling with myself and trying to make myself do what's right. So he convicts us of sin and he convinces us of righteousness. We now don't have to follow laws and rules and regulations. There's no rule that says I have to pray one hour a day and I have to read so many chapters of the Bible every day and I must do this and I must do that and I must do this, this, that, that, and something else. We know, according to the guidelines of the Word, that all those things are good for us, prayer is good for us, but I can just pray till I'm finished. I can pray led by the Holy Spirit. One day I might pray two hours, the next day I might pray five minutes. One day I might pray early in the morning, the next day I'm having my time with God. Maybe I don't get into that much prayer, and I find myself just praying my way through the day. Listen, when you hang out with the Holy Spirit, life never gets boring. Being a Christian does not get boring because everything is not the same thing. Now, Romans 8.14 says a very important thing. It says, all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Now, Sons represents maturity. You notice it doesn't say all that are led by the Spirit of God are the babies of God. They are the sons of God. So, spiritual maturity means that I'm no longer walking my own way. I'm no longer doing my own thing. I'm no longer waking up every morning and just having my own plan and then just 
doing my own thing all day long, and every time something doesn't go my way, now I'm getting upset. I may get up with a plan, but I submit my plan to God, and I say, God, if this is not your plan, then change it. If I'm in your way, move me out of your way. Your will be done. Your will be done. We must have an understanding that disobedience grieves the Holy Spirit. But I think it's even easier to understand this if we realize and accept the truth. And I want you to hear what I'm going to say. Everything, everything that God in his word tells us to do or not to do is for our benefit and our good. We're never going to do it if we don't believe that. I said we are never going to do it if we don't believe that. Everybody today wants to know what is the takeaway for my life. What am I going to get out of this? It's very hard to sell anything today if you can't tell people what they're going to get out of it. Even to exercise, we want to know what am I going to get out of it. Well, you're going to look better, feel better, live longer, good health, okay. You know, well, if I eat right, what am I going to get out of it? Well, you're going to feel better. <laughs> we all want a takeaway. So what is our takeaway from studying the Word and living an obedient life? It's not just God being a mean ogre trying to boss us around all the time and not let us do the things we want to do. That's not what this is about. It's God saying, look, if you do this, your life is going to be blessed. And if you don't, things are not going to work out right. God knows what works and what doesn't. God sees the end from the beginning. And we may be over here somewhere thinking, boy, wow, this is the thing to do. But we haven't seen what that thing is going to create. Right now, we may be emotional about it, and that may be, Okay, let's just say we've got a lonely woman who's desperate to get married. Let's just say maybe she's about 45 now, and so she's afraid she's going to be alone all of her life. So Mr. Good-looking so-and-so comes along. Well, let's, let's just even say he's maybe not quite as good-looking as she would hope, but now she's, you know, she's ready to compromise a little bit. And, uh, you know, she started out wanting a spiritual giant, but he's, he, you know, he's, well, actually the truth is, is he's not even really saved, but... Uh, he, He likes her, and she's just real sure that if uh, she can snag him, that she can change him after they get married. Now, here's what happens. If that woman is really hooked in with the Holy Spirit, no matter what her emotions are like, no matter how much her thinking tries to drive it away, there's a little thing right down in here called the still, small voice of God, but just a little sick feeling. A little, like, just a little bitty, sicky, yucky. Just, and you know what it is, really? It's like, you know, you know that you shouldn't do it. You know that you shouldn't do it. Okay, it's not God sitting up in heaven saying, well, I just want you to be miserable and lonely all your life, so, you know, I don't want you marrying that guy. No, it's God saying, you don't know what you're getting into. He's not going to change after you marry him. Well, he will change. He will act worse. And, of course, I'm not saying that nobody ever changes after you get married, but I'm saying that you've got to go by what's in here. You've got to go by the leading of the Holy Spirit. But you see, God not only sees the fact here that you're emotional and lonely and want to get married, but he sees all these years 
in between. And that's why he's over here knowing the end from the beginning and saying, don't do it. Please don't do it. Don't do it. Wait on me. Wait on me for the right situation. So it's so important that we begin to trust the Holy Spirit. And you need to trust yourself. Get to where you trust that discernment that you have in your spirit. I mean, some of you, you know, women sometimes get this thing on them where they got this ideal thing that they want to marry. And boy, they ain't even talking to anybody that don't fit that standard. And you better just throw your life open to God and say, well, I've got some goals here, God, and I want to do what you want me to do. Come on. I want to do what you want me to do. Because there are some amazing people out there that may not just tickle your fancy the moment you meet them. But they've got a lot of depth to them. And, and, and people who need to be loved, they need to be loved into wholeness. So we need to learn how to really be led by the Holy Spirit. Now, we're going to look at three scriptures that I think are going to encourage you to believe that if you really will make this step of faith to be led by the Spirit, there is a great takeaway. And that takeaway is you have a great life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do I have anybody here today that's been following the Holy Spirit long enough to know that God knows more than we do? And the takeaway from being led by the Spirit is joy and peace and righteousness and things just work and there's a flow and there's smoothness. Amen? Deuteronomy 10:13. To keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command you today for your good. <laughs> for your good. God says, everything that I tell you is for your good. Have you ever said that to one of your kids? I know you don't understand why I'm not letting you do this, but it's for your good. I know you don't understand why I'm not going to let you go out and play now, but it's for your good. No, son, you can't go play out in the street in the middle of traffic. No, little Janie, you can't put your hand in the fire. No. It's for your good. Let us trust God that he is good. And he only has our benefit in mind. God didn't create us and bring us here just so he could watch us all be miserable. He's got a good life plan for us. And as we follow him, led by the Spirit, Almost every day I pray, God, keep me on the straight path that leads away to life and off the broad path that leads away to destruction. And if you're a partner with this ministry, I'm praying that for you on a regular basis too. I pray that God will straighten out every crooked path in front of you and you'll stay on the narrow path that leads away to life. Romans 8, 8, and 9. So then those who are living the life of the flesh, catering to the appetites and impulses of their carnal nature, cannot please or satisfy God or be acceptable to him. Why? Why is God not pleased? Because he knows it's going to turn out bad for us. <laughs> God's not angry because we're not doing everything he tells us to do just because he wants to be a big boss and tell everybody what to do. It grieves him and hurts him when we don't trust him enough to follow his instructions and believe that he knows best for us. How many of you have gotten far enough along in your walk with God, at least to some degree, where you can pretty much kind of sort of tell when you're doing something God doesn't like? Okay. So, then, do I want to ask how many of you obey that? And 
Well, I know I shouldn't eat this, but I know I shouldn't put this on my charge account, but. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say this, but. I know I shouldn't act like this, but. We just need to stop saying, well, I know this, but. I know this, but. What are we saying? I know that this is a stupid thing to do, but I'm going to do it anyway and hope I get by with it. Why? You won't. <laughs> I mean, it's not that there's no mercy, but let me tell you something. We get a lot more mercy when we do something in ignorance than when we do something with our eyes wide open, knowing that we're doing it. Every time that you come and hear the truth, you become a little more responsible the need to do what God is asking you to do. Let's talk about this catering to the flesh for a minute. Have any of you ever been to a catered affair? They're fun, aren't they? We used to have some meetings many years ago where we would do them and have people at tables and have meals before the teaching sessions and they were catered events. I need water over here, and somebody run with it. Can I have more coffee, and somebody run with it. They brought the food to us. I need another napkin, somebody run with it. And it's it's so much fun. You know, it, it's fun, isn't it, to go to one of those restaurants where they got a couple of waiters and where everybody's just there attentive, and Ooh, we like that. But it always, the more you're catered to, the more it shows up in the bill. Now, come on, there's a message here. So uh, we can cater to the flesh, but lo and behold, the bill will come. You know, wisdom makes a hard choice now so it will have a future benefit. Let me say that again. Wisdom makes a hard choice now so it will have a future benefit. Carnality does what feels good right now and doesn't care about later on, but later on always comes. Mm. Romans 8, 9. But you are not living the life of the flesh. You are living the life of the Spirit if the Holy Spirit of God really dwells within you, directs and controls you. So the only way to live the life of the Spirit is to be led, guided, directed, and willingly controlled by the Holy Spirit. Now, how many of you are smart enough to realize that a large majority of believers don't do this? And therefore, that is why we have such a pathetic witness on the whole, not everybody, in the world. So many millions of people just march off to church and go home and just act however they want to all week and go back to church. And, you know. and I, I believe that everybody should be plugged into a good local church, but I'll tell you what, being a Christian is, is about a lot more than just going to church. Well, we all certainly want to be sensitive to and obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives because he's always going to lead us into the very best life possible. Well, you know, it's the Christmas season, and I think sometimes we want to have little special things that we can use to just help us remind it, to help remind us of the real importance of the season. 
And so our ministry's put together a book called The Gift, and it's a small book, but it's really power-packed. It starts with the Christmas story and then goes on talking about the different things that Christ has done for us and how wonderful, really, the Christmas season really is if we think about everything that he means to us. And so we're offering this book to you today for your gift of any amount, and we're going to use that gift. Everything that you give today is going to help us with our television outreach around the world. We really would like to ask you to be part of helping make this TV program happen, to continue for you, and then also to be able to give that to other people who maybe don't have it yet. As we share the word with you, we're asking you to share with us financially, and together we can do great things. Thank you for your gift today. Get your free subscription to Enjoying Everyday Life magazine today at JoyceMeyer.org. Welcome to our medical clinic in Nairobi, Kenya. This is an amazing place, and I'm really excited to be able to tell you about some of the things that we've been seeing going on. We've seen several people coming through here who, without this free medical clinic, could be having some very severe problems, including losing their legs, and even one tiny baby who is very near to the point of death. So we're so grateful that you have sent us to be here. All these medical volunteers, they're giving their time, their pain, their own way to get here. And then also those of you who help make all of this possible, paying for the medications and everything that it takes to make it happen. But to hear the noise behind me also, that is in the tent where they're talking about ministry. They're letting people know why we're here. And that's not only to help them with their physical needs today, but to share the love of Christ. And as you can hear, it's going really well. People respond wonderfully. So it's such a joy and a pleasure for us to be here. We're so glad that you sent us. In fact, you ought to come and join us sometime. We'd love to see you. As I'm sure you are aware, there is no shortage of need in the world. Today, we're in a leper colony. That's right, leprosy is still a huge issue. And God has opened a door here for us to be able to love these people who have been completely isolated from the rest of the world. But whatever it is that God lays on your heart to do, you need to follow through and be faithful. Maybe it's doing a work like this. Maybe it's feeding children. Maybe it's providing medical care. But your gift can do those things. All you need to do is call us or go to the website right now. Your special gift today will change lives. When you give a special gift above and beyond your regular partnership, we'd like to send you Joyce's devotional, Trusting God Day by Day, to say thank you. Just use the information on your screen or visit us at JoyceMeyer.org. that I'm ready to hear. It was a fitful word, and it always is. When I was in county jail, when I first started getting sober, I got a hold of one of Joyce Meyer's books, Battlefield of the Mind, and my mom always spoke about her because she's endured sexual abuse and some of the things that I've went through, and I'm just grateful to be saved today. God is good to me. He saved me. He set me free, and he healed me from my shame, and he's working on it. I'm working on it, and someday I hope to be, I will be, where he desires for me to be, where he's planned for me to be. You mean more to us at Joyce Meyer Ministries than you may ever know. 
We appreciate you, and we thank our friends and partners for making this worldwide ministry possible. Together, we're feeding the hungry, clothing the poor, and presenting the gospel to the nations. Please contact us or visit JoyceMeyer.org today to share your prayer requests, find out more about our resources, see Joyce's conference schedule, and to join us in partnership as we share the love of Christ around the globe. The proceeding was paid for by the friends and partners of Joyce Meyer Ministries. I am so excited about PBN. From behind the scenes to in front of the camera to seeing things happening around the world, it's one of the greatest investments you can ever make. To think that giving can put a soul in heaven, I want to challenge you to become a part of it. Call in, partner with us. One of the greatest things God is doing across this planet, TBN. Here are two ways you can support TBN. First, create a living legacy by giving a percentage of your estate for a dollar amount to TBN through our estate planning program. Second, if you're 65 years of age or older, you can earn higher interest on your investments as part of TBN's Lifetime Charitable Gift Annuity Program. For more information on estate planning or charitable gift annuities, contact TBN's Living Legacy Department online. You were never meant to carry the burdens you bear. You no longer have to live with guilt or shame. God is waiting for you, and He wants to set you free. Christ came to give you an abundant life. At the Holy Land Experience in Orlando, Florida, the power of God is transforming lives. Healings, baptisms of the Holy Spirit, salvations, and forgiveness are happening in record numbers. So come, receive your miracle. God is waiting for you. What you are is God's gift to you. Who you become is your gift to God. Don't just live, live with passion. Tune in to enjoy well-known Catholic priest and author Father Cedric Pizania. He'll inspire you to live with passion and develop your relationship with Jesus. Saturday, 9 p.m. and 7.30 Thursday morning on the Church Channel. Tune in to experience God's unconditional love for you. Live with passion with Father Cedric Saturday night and Thursday morning on the Church Channel. program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. God wants you to reign. Today with Joseph Prince. You know something about God? Whatever your reason is, when you come towards him, he will run to you. That's our God. He will run to you. Regardless of your reasons. Boldly declare God's promises over your life and break free of your negative circumstances. Today, as a thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry, we will send you Joseph's brand new CD, DVD, and journal set, The Power of Your Words, together with the Glorious Grace 2016 wall calendar. 
also available for a specific gift to the ministry is a collection with Joseph's latest hardback book, Grace Revolution. This is one of the most important books I've ever written. I hope you'll pick up a copy, and I believe that you and your loved ones will be greatly blessed by it. This collection includes the Right Believing Capsule, an MP3 player loaded with 55 sermons, as well as other... Now, they're living like deeper relationship with him. Watch me now. I'm going someplace. It is one thing to disrupt a wedding. It is another thing to come against a religious organization. He has now become increasingly disruptive. He will not behave. People have problems. Apart. In fact, I would say that everything in our culture works against building. They are coming particularly against one heresy that is coming to the body of Christ, and it's very subtle. It sounds so right, but it is so very wrong, people. It is heresy from hell. It is actually works salvation, not faith salvation. It is. It is not, it's not glorifying Jesus, it's glorifying men. And this heresy that has crept into the body of Christ is called Lordship Salvation. Say Lordship Salvation. Now, Lordship Salvation is like this, okay? They tell you, now see how, how right it sounds. If you want to get saved, turn from your sins, all right? Uh, turn away from your sins or repent from your sins and you'll get saved. Notice that Jesus is not even in the equation. Some of them, they, they, they go further to make it sound more kosher. If you want to get saved, repent from your sins, turn from your sins, and, and receive Jesus Christ. So they have two acts right now, and, and many a time this is the process, turning from your sins. Now, if turning from your sins or repent from your sins before you are saved will cause you to be saved, then I tell you this, no one is saved. Because you turn, what do you mean by turn away from your sins? Quit sinning. Stop sinning. You know something? Even those who are 50-year-old 50, 50 Christians, they're still learning what is sin. They're discovering new areas. As they grow more in the Lord, they discover that they have sinned more than they realize. For example, the Bible says, whatever is not a faith is sin. To him that knows to do good and do it not, to him it is sin. Sin of omission as well as sin of commission. So the thing is that this idea, you've got to turn away from sin before you can be saved or receive Jesus Christ is nothing more than work salvation. And this is Lordship salvation. The heresy that's been taught. It's no more based on what Christ did at the cross. You receive it as a gift, and then that gift transforms you. You see, like Robbie Williams says, to be a better man. Some people, they think they become a better man to get saved. But no, you get saved to be a better man. So this idea, turn away from your sins and then you get saved or you receive Jesus Christ, is stopping people from receiving Christ. The world needs to hear the forgiveness available through the cross. But we have made even repentance as a barrier between the sinner and his Savior. We have made repentance and then, you know, after that, believe and then you come to Jesus. My friend, there is no middle uh, uh, road or whatever. You come to Jesus straight as you are. He will change you from the inside out. Apostle Prince, the Bible teaches on repentance. Yes, I'm going to touch on that today. 
The Bible teaches on repentance. Repent. Oh, repentance. Repentance. Metanoia. Meta, change, noia, mind, change your mind. Metanoia is a noun. Metanoia. Metanoia is a verb from metanoia. So it's the same word. You find the word repent, the verb repentance is a noun. It's all the same word metanoia. It means change your mind. All depends on the context. I want to eat vanilla ice cream, but I think I'm going for chocolate today. I just, in the Greek, the Greek people say, I metanoia. I just metanoia. Yo. yo. The verb. I just changed my mind from vanilla to chocolate. That's what it means. It means change your mind. Sometimes it means change your mind about sin. Sometimes it means change your mind about what you're about to do. But it is not, it's not feeling sorrowful for sin. That's not metanoia. That's not repentance. It's not feeling conscience-stricken. It is not feeling remorse. You can feel all this and still be lost and go to hell. The, the thing is this, people. Lordship salvation tells you you've got to quit your sin, you've got to renounce your sin, you've got to repent of your sins, you've got to turn away from your sins, and then you get saved. That's a dangerous teaching. It's dangerous because it presupposes man's strength. Man has to do this first and then accept Jesus Christ. No one can do that. No one. You turn to Jesus. He's the bath that makes you clean. You don't try to clean yourself before you take a bath. You go to the bath and then you are clean. You become a better man. What a devil wants to do is to put a lot of obstacles between the sinner and his savior. That's what the devil wants to do. So that the barrier becomes, you know, it's so easy to be saved. This, people are turning to the dictionary and the dictionary says, I look up the, the, the dictionary for repent and it says uh, to, be, to feel sorry, to be conscience stricken, to feel sorrowful, now, if feeling sorrowful is repentance, which in the Greek means change your mind. Sometimes there's sorrow involved, but sorrow itself is not changing your mind. Changing your mind may involve the emotion of sorrow, or it may involve joy. You're happy to change your mind about something. Amen? But repentance is changing your mind. Full stop. Do you know the old, in the Old Testament, God changed his mind a number of times? Look at this in uh, Exodus 32. The Lord repented of the evil which he taught to do unto his people. Now the context here is that they built a golden calf. They provoked God. And they said, this is the God that brought us out of Egypt. And God told Moses, Moses, step aside. I'm going to destroy these people and I'll make of you a great nation. And Moses pleaded with God. Moses said, God, no, don't do that. And God changed his mind. Now, if repentance is defined as rep repenting from sins, we got a problem here. God has no sins to repent of. Change his mind about the evil or the judgment he's going to bring? Yes. Change his mind about the disaster he, he, you know, he can permit to happen? Yes. God does that many times in the Old Testament. But God does not repent from sin. Come on. God has no sin. God is holy, holy, holy. Amen, people? So, 37 out of 46 times. The word repent is used of God. Only nine times used of man. And the word repent, teshuva. Teshuva. Shuv means to turn around. You know, Hebrew reads from right to left. You have shin, vav, bet, hey. So you have shuv. The, this three letters is shuv. Shuv means turn. All right? But the word repentance 
is with a hey, shuvah, turn to hey, turn to grace. Every time we turn to grace, that's repentance. Every time we turn to grace, that's repentance. Are you listening, people? That's teshuvah in the Hebrew. Amen? You don't understand this? I believe you understand what I'm trying to say from uh, the parables of Jesus, the parables of grace, back to back, three parables of grace, the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the prodigal son. And then the Lord brought me to the third parable, which is the prodigal son. And all of us know this story. There was, a man had two sons, and the younger one came to the father and said, give me my share. In other words, I can't wait for you to die. You seem to live a long life. You attend New Creation Church, and they all believe 120, and things communion everywhere. So, I can't wait for you to die. Can you give me my share now? That's an insult to the father. In that day and age, it's a crime punishable by death. Death by stoning. The father divided them his inheritance. The son took his inheritance, went to a far country, spent his money on prostitutes, the Bible tells us, on riotous living. And when his money ran out, his friends ran out. He had no more money and went to work, most likely for a Gentile who had a big pen. Amen. He's preparing for bacons and all that to sell in the market. And he told this guy to feed the pigs, obviously to fatten them for the market. And he worked as a Jew, that's a pit. That's the bottom of the barrel. And he's looking at the, the food of the pigs and he's thinking the pots that they eat, even the pots look good. And all of a sudden, these thoughts came to his head. He said, he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots of swine ate. No one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants, underline that, hired servants, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? How many know in the father's house there's bread enough and to spare? Hey, you're in the father's house. And the Bible says, he arose and came to his father. When he was still a great way off, his father saw him. When he was still a great way off. That means the father might be looking for him. And had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And you know, he went through, the, he went through all the, the memorized uh, confession. Father, I've sinned against heaven and earth. And uh, he's about to come to make me one of your high servants. The father never allowed him to finish. You'll never find him repeating to us. The father says, bring forth the best rope. Bring forth the ring. The ring is like the yeah, credit card. They punch on a clay tablet. It pays for it. Bring forth the shoes for his feet. Under the law, God told Moses, take off your shoes. The place you're standing is holy. Under grace, God has put shoes on his feet. He has the right to stand in my presence. Amen. What did the boy say? Nothing. Now, what was his reason for coming back? He missed his father? No. He missed the food. And the father says, kill the fatted calf. Let's party. Friends, I'm just reading the Bible. I'm not reading into the Bible. There are a lot of people say, you've got to repent. Like the prodigal son repented when he came home. No, it looks to me like he came home for the wrong reasons. But you know something about God? Whatever your reason is, when you come towards him, he will run to you. That's our God. He will run to you. Regardless of your reasons. Repentance is feeling remorseful. Jesus called Judas, Iscariot, the one who betrayed him, the son of perdition. That means he was lost, went to hell. He even called him a devil. 
Now, this is what Judas did. Then Judas, Jesus' betrayer, saying that he had been condemned, he was remorseful. He was what? Remorseful. NASB, the New American Standard Bible says, he felt remorse. Old King James, he repented himself. Go back. When he saw Jesus was condemned, he was remorseful, and he brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. Would you call that restitution? Hey, you can talk to me. You know, Bible is very simple. You can just talk to me. It's not, not a trick question. I won't say anything. Aha, I got you again. I won't do that kind of thing. Right? Those are other pastors. I'm just asking you simple and plain. All right? Would you call that bringing back the 30 pieces of silver he sold Jesus for? He brought it back to the Pharisees, to the chief priests. Would you call that restitution? Not only that, you know what he did? He go on to say, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. He knew the blood of Jesus was innocent. And they said, what is that to us? You see to it. Only about the devil is this, okay? After he, you think that life of the devil, with the devil is fun? After he uses you, all right, he has no more use for you. He will drop you. So, if that is rem- he felt remorse. He did restitution. All right, verse 5. He went out and hanged himself. Now, this, believe it or not, it's not the unpardonable sin. If a Christian having accepted Jesus Christ and salvation and he commits suicide later on, some people say, well, you go to heaven or hell. Come on. Of course, he's safe and safe forever. Once you have Christ in your life, you cannot undo it. Any more than a sinner can undo what Adam did, a Christian cannot undo what the last Adam did. But he never went to Jesus, did he? I said he never went to Jesus. He never waited until a few hours. Jesus would hang for him. He didn't have to hang for himself. But there are people who say, I'd rather die than receive forgiveness. I'd rather pay for myself than let anyone pay for me. That is the height of presumptuous pride. Lordship salvation is like, how can we do it for free? We have to do this, give up this, give up that, do that, do that. Then we can, you know, no, friend, nothing to do with you. Salvation has nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. You know what you bring to Jesus? Your sins. You know when Peter preached in Cornelius' house, he never used the word repent. Look at this, Acts 10. He said about Jesus, to Jesus, all the prophets witness. That through his name, whoever believes in Jesus will receive forgiveness or remission of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell. So the word repent is not used, right? In Peter's preaching in Cornelius' house. You know what happened to Peter? He went to preach to Gentiles. This is the first time Gentiles are preached to. God opened the door to Gentiles. Because Israel rejected the Messiah. God says, okay, now the good news is for the entire world. To provoke Israel to jealousy. So this is the first time Gentiles are being preached to. The gospel. Next day, Peter was caught on the carpet in the HQ in Jerusalem by his Jewish pastors, bishops, and they called him. Look at the next chapter. This Acts 10, right? Acts 11. Peter came up to Jerusalem, and those of the circumcision contended with him, the Jews. You went into uncircumcised men, you ate with them. You gotta understand, you have to put some emotion there. When you read the Bible, you don't say, you went to uncircumcised and you, you know, right? See the exclamation point? I'm not wrong. <laughs> you 
escape from them. Peter explained to them in order from the beginning. So he started telling them what happened. I saw an angel. The angel told me, go, follow them. All right, don't question. And I came down to Cornelius' house and I preached and I talked about Jesus. Whoever believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. All right, and I didn't even have an altar call. The Holy Spirit fell. Then they rubbed their beard. They looked at him. This is what they said. They were, they were believers also, Jewish believers. And this is what they said. They dropped down. Paul, Peter's explanation, as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, as upon us at the beginning. Then I remember the Lord said, what the Lord said, okay? Verse 17. If therefore, Peter said, God gave them the same gift as he gave us when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, hey, who am I that I could withstand God? Jewish stuff. Who am I? Who was I? You know, the Jewish people say, you're making fun of me. Hmm. They like to talk like that, you know? They talk like they are fighting with you, but actually they are, they are not. You understand the way Jewish people talk? Who was I that I could withstand God? Telling Jewish brothers, when they heard these things, they became silent, and they glorified God, saying, then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. But was the word repentance ever used in Peter's preaching? No. What they saw was repentance to life. I'll tell you something else. This will blow your mind. There are four Gospels, right, people? There are four Gospels that we have in the Bible. Name me, come on. Okay, this floor here, the first Gospel. Second floor? Nah. Mark, with an R, Mark. Right? Remember Pastor Mark? He, he calls himself Mark, okay, but I call him Mark. Those on the third floor? Uh, Luke. One is missing. All together. John. Of all the four, which is the most printed in short form, booklet, sent to people, which is the most printed, most published, most sent? John. Everyone instinctively knows that John is a gospel for people to believe on Jesus, or if they have beliefs, help them get started. So everyone agrees in the spirit that John is the gospel. Why was John written? John 20. These are written, this is the purpose of the Gospel of John. These are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing, not repenting and believing, believing you may have life in his name. Hmm? Now, are you ready? Hold on to your horses. In the entire Gospel of John, there is not one word, not one word of the word repent. Not one. It's all belief. Believing, belief, belief appears 85 times. The word repent never appears in the Gospel of John. And the Gospel of John was written that people might believe that Jesus Christ. Has John done us, done us an injustice? No. Because believing is actually... So let's not make repentance a work. The thing is that what's the impression that we are giving to the world? The world says, I can't live the kind of life. We tell them, no one is asking you to, you can't live. In fact, to tell you something, let me tell you the truth. It's not hard to live a Christian life. It's impossible. <laughs> Only one person can do it. His name is? When you ask him to come into your life, you rest in him. He will produce the fruit. 
it's not a life of rest. You've got the wrong life. Go back to the original dealer. You're listening, people. He gave us his son. His son literally went through hell on the cross so that you and I can be saved. Amen? There's a world out there that needs to hear the good news. When you come and tell them, you know you can be saved today, they'll say, what's a catch? There's no such thing as a free lunch. What's a catch? You tell them, no, friend. It's paid for. Salvation is a gift for you to receive. No. How can you just say like that? And everybody can just be saved. You're right. Everybody can. But not everybody will humble themselves to receive a free gift. But if you will, you can be saved right now. Salvation is not a you receive Jesus and then you might be saved. You're in the process of being saved. And one day you are saved. That's a dangerous teaching. No, you are saved like 3,000 on the same day you receive Jesus. But then your growth in wisdom, you're still learning to repent of the wrong thinking about God, about yourself, about people. That's a process. As I was preaching just now, people were repenting without using the word repent. True preaching will produce change of mind and then produce change of believing. And when you believe right, you will live right. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast. You have watched highlights of a sermon by Joseph Prince. To order a copy of the full sermon, which is approximately 60 minutes long, call the toll-free number at one 769 5433 or log on to josephprince.org now. Boldly declare God's promises over your life and break free of your negative circumstances. Today, as a thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry, we will send you Joseph's brand new CD, DVD, and journal set, The Power of Your Words, together with the Glorious Grace 2016 wall calendar. Your words carry power for your breakthrough. Speak in faith and experience a life of victory like never before. Also available for a specific gift to the ministry is a collection with Joseph's latest hardback book, Grace Revolution. This is one of the most important books I've ever written. I hope you'll pick up a copy, and I believe that you and your loved ones will be greatly blessed by it. I look forward to taking this journey with you to experience God's Grace Revolution in your life today. This collection includes the Say Amen and Win 2 DVD album, The Right Believing Capsule, an MP3 player loaded with 55 sermons, as well as other exciting resources. To order these resources, call us toll-free at 1-877-769-5433 or visit us at josephprince.org today. The Grace Revolution is here. It's time to step out of fear, addiction, and defeat into a life of confidence, freedom, and lasting victory. From international best-selling author Joseph Prince comes a brand new book, Grace Revolution. In this book, Joseph shares five powerful keys to help you grow in confidence, build a strong foundation for lasting breakthroughs, and receive God's abundant restoration. In this book, you will read about many people who have experienced amazing breakthroughs in their life. I believe their inspiring stories will greatly strengthen and encourage you. It's time to live above the sea and experience the great revolution in your life. 
Order your copy today and experience the grace revolution. Call 1-877-769-5433 or visit josephprince.org slash new book today. God places dreams in our hearts, but there are times we wonder if they will ever come to pass. God wants you to know that He is your Father who lifts you above the clouds of defeat. Allow His perfect and unconditional love to empower you to conquer your every giant today. See every dream and desire He has placed within you come to pass as you catch a fresh revelation of His amazing love. For a specific gift to the ministry, you can request this two-sermon audio series, Empowered by His Love. For more information on how to order this powerful resource, call us toll-free at 1-877-769-5433 or visit us at josephprince.org today. If you've been blessed by today's message, we would like to give you an opportunity to partner with us to impact the world with the gospel of grace. Under grace, God says, I will be merciful to your unrighteousness, and your sins I will remember no more. That's been a change. That's been a change, church. And it's all because of Jesus. Dear friends, together we can impact the world for Jesus. Partner with us and be part of this exciting grace revolution. Call us toll-free at 1-877-769-5433 or visit us at josephprince.org slash partner today. Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us. Joseph Prince Ministries believes that your ties belong to your local church. Your donations to the ministry are received as offerings to support the preaching of the gospel of grace, as well as the ministry's humanitarian outreaches. The preceding paid program was sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Return to the Hiding Place is the riveting true story of one of history's most heart-touching dramas. Call, click, or write us today to receive this inspiring motion picture on DVD as our heartfelt thank you for your December love gift of any amount. And for your love gift of $100 or more, we'll also include Dr. Billy Graham's newest book, Where I Am, Heaven, Eternity, and Our Life Beyond. Even as his natural vision dims with age, our beloved evangelist Billy Graham brings you a powerful vision of the glory of heaven and the marvelous reality of eternity. Both the DVD and Dr. Graham's new book represent our love gifts of thanks to you for your end-of-year support of your TBN. Thanks to the faithful partnership of friends like you, your TBN is now reaching over 3 billion people around the world with a message of hope and grace in Jesus Christ. Your gifts are truly making a difference, one hungry soul at a time. Take a moment right now to reach our world with the gospel through your support of life-changing good news of Jesus that your TBN is sending around the world. 
Call 1-800-201-5200 or go to tbn.org or write TBN PO Box A, Santa Ana, California, 92711. Imagine yourself in Orlando. Imagine yourself in a completely different world. Ancient cultures unveiled. Mysteries explained. And timeless truths revealed. The Holy Land Experience in Orlando, Florida. Imagine. I'm James Merritt, pastor of Cross.
They got, you know, drugs for that stuff nowadays. What they call it? <laughs> what they call it, say? And it's, um, some cyanide, um, diaphragm. <laughs> oh, you tried to kill me, didn't you? <laughs> no, I, I just gave you a little bit of everything. Oh, I'm so excited. This is... <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad. I know Elka jealous, though. Can't help herself. Yeah, the last working day for the year. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All righty, then. Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I miss you. Hallelujah. <laughs> I did get a chance to speak with her this week. Bria? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Is there snow in there yet? No, thank God. I know I hadn't heard you said anything about it. 
any, you know. It snowed, it got cold, it snowed, then it warmed back up and melted, so. Yeah, because we keep around about 30-something now, I think 34. Well, and my car is warmed up to 37. So this is a really first cold, or what we would say cold day that I can recount, because I haven't had on anything but a little shirt. It did get down to around about 40-something, but, you know, I can do that without a coat or jacket on. Well, you going to go ahead and open us up, sir? Okay, nope. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you, Lord God, with a heart of thanksgiving, with a heart of joy, with a heart of praise, with a heart to lift up your glorify your holy and righteous name. Lord God, we magnify you, we glorify you, we edify you, Lord God, for you are the God of our salvation. You are the one who created us, Lord God, from the foundations of the earth. You're the one who knew us, for we knew ourselves. You knew us before our mother even knew us. You knew us, Lord God, before you planted us in the wombs of our mother. Father God, and for that, we want to say thank you. We want to thank you, Lord God, for this new opportunity to assemble together, to stand in unity, to glorify you, Lord God, for being the author and the finisher of our faith. The one who has ordained this day, one who has ordained us, Lord God, for this praise. The one who has ordained our footsteps and ordered them in your word. Father God, we thank you for watching over us as we slept last night. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us the activities of our lives. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us the mind to pray, to seek your face for all wisdom, knowledge, grace, mercy, and understanding, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for just... Blessing us, Lord God, to see this December the 18th, 2015th, Lord God. For there's so much going on in this world, Lord God, that we could have been the other way, but Father God, you didn't see fit that it be so. So you saw fit that we live and just give praise unto your holy and righteous name. I thank you, Father God, that even as we assemble, Lord God, that our hearts are yearning and crying out to you, Lord God, for your anointing, Lord God, to fall afresh upon us, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to come and dwell within these hearts in our minds, in our mouths, in our temples, Lord God. Get the praise and get the glory out of our lives. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, to give us the peace that surpasses all this, all understanding. We ask you, Lord God, to prop us up on our, on our leaning side and build us up, Lord God, when we're weak and torn down. Father God, we ask you to keep our families in perfect peace, Lord God, throughout this day. We ask you to keep this country, this land, Lord God, even the governmental officials, Lord God, who are making decisions, Lord God. We ask that you be in the midst of the meeting, Lord God, and that they would, you would speak to them and that they would hear your voice, Lord God, concerning these, your people. Father God, we pray for our land, our country, Lord God, for there's so much terrorism that's going on in this world, Lord God. People going around with senseless killings, Lord God, trying to destroy this, what you, what you have created. But Father God, we just trust and believe in the hope of the promise, Lord God, that anything that we ask that you were here and ask our prayers. We pray and, 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 and trust, Lord God, that our prayers are being heard and they'll be answered even as we pray for our president, Lord God, that he will be strengthened through his last 
year of, of serving in the office, Lord God, that he will just seek you, Lord God, and develop a praying spirit to bless your holy name. Father God, we pray for all the children on this land and country. We pray for all of them, Lord God, that even as they leave the schoolhouses to uh, rest for the winter break, Lord God, that they would get a zeal, their parents would give to give them a, a, help them develop a zeal to worship and praise you, that they will be led, Lord God, to move, to go to your church house and give their lives over to you, to seek you for covering, Lord God. We pray that they will be protected even as they're not in the schoolhouses and in their homes. Father God, let them realize that although this is Christmas and it's about the gift giving, Lord God, but they, there is a the ultimate gift giver that is you, Lord God, and you gave your only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Father God, we ask right now that you anoint Simon afresh, Lord God. Give him the strength, Lord God, to preach and to teach and to read and to pray, Lord God, for those whom you have assigned for him to do. Let him do it, Lord God, with a joyful spirit, Lord God. Let him do it not holding back anything, anything that you have shown that you will show him concerning us. Lord God. Let him speak it with boldness, Lord God. Let him speak it and not hold back, Lord God. So it's only to develop our lives. Each and every day, Lord God, we are growing stronger and stronger in you, and for that we want to say thank you. Father God, I pray for all of the prayer shifting members ministry members, Lord God, who are repping on this call, whether they are present via te telephone or by computer, or just even in their spirits, knowing that the prayers are going up, Lord God, that you will open doors and bless them, that you will strengthen them, Lord God, that you will cover them from the crowns of their heads to the sole of their feet. Anywhere that they try, Lord God, it will be a blessed place, Lord God, that it will be covered and protect, they will be protected. I even pray for their families, Lord God, that even as they come together, Lord God, your word teaches us that when one of my household members is saved, Lord God, the whole house will be saved. Father God, that their families will be covered with your blood. Father God, we know that you have created us, Lord God, to give reverence to your name. So we want to say thank you. I want to say thank you, Lord God, that I'm not where I used to be, and I'm not the same that I once was, but Lord God, there's a newness in my life, Lord God. There's a new walk, a new talk, or even there's a new way that I sing and praise your name, Lord God. Father God, so I want to say thank you. Father God, I even lift up right now the name of Jesus, Lord God. Those who are unsaved, Lord God, that they will develop a, a love for you, Lord God, and confess Jesus as their Lord and Savior, so they can repeat, receive the promises, Lord God, that was given in the heavens, Lord God, that they will be with Jesus in paradise, Lord God, when the time has come. Father God, we just pray for those who are bound by prisons, Lord God, that you will be with them, Lord God, that you get in their hearts, Lord God, that they will turn from their wicked ways and they confess their sins boldly before you, Lord God, and ask for forgiveness, Lord God, and that, the, that they will be forgiven for their sins, even those, Lord God, who have even committed murder, Lord God, that and, and going up for probation, Lord God, that the family members will have a soft heart, and Lord God, and then ask them for reprieve for their lives. Father God, I pray for those who are addicted, Lord God, whether it's to cigarette smokes or gambling for love for money or love of themselves, Lord God, that they will be released from those addictions, Lord God, for they are no longer bound, Lord God, for those who trust and believe in you, Lord God, but they are set free, Lord God, for your scripture teaches us, Lord God, that whom the, who the, who who you have set free, he's free indeed, Lord God. They may not be free from their actions, but they're free indeed, Lord God. But free them from their actions, 
angels, Lord God. Let them not be shackled by the, by the traps of the enemy, Lord God. Let them not believe what the enemy has assigned to their lives. For they are not who they, the enemy say they are, but they are who you say they are. I have you pray for the bereaved, Lord God, that they will be strengthened, Lord God, that they will find peace and solace in the loss of their loved ones. And because you will word teaches that you will be a mother to us, that you will be a father to us. You will be a sister or a brother, Lord God. For even when Jesus came, when the disciples came and told Jesus that his mother would desire to speak with him, he said, who is my mother? He said, these that do the work, the will of the father is my brother and my sister, the mother and the father. And let them know that you are a father to them, Lord God. Father God, I even pray for those in hospice, Lord God, that you would speak to their spirits, Lord God, as they transition, Lord God, that they will ask for forgiveness for their many sins, because we all have swallowed short sin and fallen short of your glory, and that those caregivers, Lord God, the doctors, the nurses, and even their attendants, dollars caring for them, let them love and cherish them and treat them as the jewels of who you have created them to be. Father God, I even pray for every church household that opens up in your name, Lord God, that your word would go forth and it will be made manifest, that even the ministers, Lord God, will speak, Lord God, that which you have given them. Let them not go by their own way of thinking or own way of speaking, Lord God, but seek you first and foremost for what they should say. Father God, I even pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for all prayer shifting ministry members, Lord God, that they will be blessed and their, their ministries will be developed in you. In Christ Jesus, I pray, and I trust that the prayer has been heard, and I know that there will already be answers, Lord God. So, Father God, your word teaches us that we cannot live by bread alone, but Lord God, but every word that proceeds out of your mouth, Lord God, we cannot worship you without faith. We cannot worship you and honor you without believing that what we ask in Jesus' name, it will be so. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, brother. Randy to go say she to go say she to go run to go 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 Ho yerakam brasaka, ho yerakasandeke, ho yerakasandrasiko seshiko 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 ho yerako seshiko sandeko seshi, ha yeraburandeshika deshiko sandrasiko de, handiko saka, hurombo kosirakandraka, handiko seke shendrandiko saka, ho shidetiko ho randiko seke shendrandiko saka. Horum 
Horambroko Sadeke Shirokosa Sarakande Horambroko Sirikese Sirakandrasa Horamboko Sarakrasa Sorokose Shendraka Horandi Gose Horandi Gosa Horandi Gose Shidir Gosan Randi Gosa Horandi Gose Shid Gose Shid Gose Shid Gose Shid Gose Haboko Randi Gose Shid Gose Shid Gose Shid Gose Shid Gose Horandi Gose Shid 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 Gose Hombrande Keshir Gosakaka, Harande Keshir Goseshir Goset, Harande Goseshir 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 Goset, Harande Shedder Goseshir Goseshir Gosa, Horande Goseshir 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 Goset, Harande Goseshir 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 Goset, Horombrande Gosadar Goseshir Goset, Horande Goseshir Bogoser Kandaka, Yes, Father Horande Goseke. Horande de Gasaka, Shindur Kumbraka, Sidir Guseke, Harande Gose, Shidir Korombo, Kosidir Akanda, Horande de Gose, Dedid Gose, Dedid Gose, Dedid Gose, Dedid Gosada, Horande Sid Gose, Sid Gose, Sid Gose, Sid Gose, Sid Gose, Harande Sid Gosa, Harande Sid Gose, Shidater Gosaka, Harande Sid Gose, Sid Gosandra, Sid Gose, Handed Hambrondigosa, Horombraka, <laughs> 
Harambrakaria Boseke de 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 Kombraka Horaboke Shandeke Haraboke Shende Rakanda Horambaka 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 Handerio Boseke Ande Harambasa Kanda Harambasa Kanda Harambasa Kanda Nidido Koseke Handerio Kosaka Handerio Koseke Yarambuku Shedande Keke Haramboke 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 Handoke Amboka Sakarian Boko Umboke Andasa Andarayako Boko Umboke Andasa Haramboke Andasara Horamboka Ha Hondeke Horamboke Arade Horambosa Kiara Kondia Horambaka Ha Horamboke Andara ndokondeka Harabose Andaraka, Harabose Yarakosaka, Harabose Yarakumbaka, Harabose Yarakumbaka, Horambose Yarakose Kiki, Harambose Yarakumbaka, Hariasarakobaka, Hariasarakumbaka, Hadirakoseke, Harasaka, Harasoke, Harasaka, Harasoke, Harasaka, Harasoke, Harasoka Ha, Harasaka, Harasoke he, Harasaka, Harasoke he, Harasaka, and did it go say, did it go say, did it go say, did it go say, did Harambraka, Harabosi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, Harambraka, Horabosi to go say, she to go san did a casa, Horombose, ha ha, Horasere to go say, Horombrandi to go say, Harambrandi to go sa. Yes, Father, we give you the glory, Yarakasi to go say. Haram branded gosa, we praise your name. Horranded gose, shirakasaron gose. We glorify you, horranded gose, shirakose. We serokosa, rambaha, spiraco, life, 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 or rumbranded gasa. Life, Holy Spirit, and rossi gose. Life, or rumbosi rikanda. Life, move, Father, move. Move, Father, move. Move, Father, move. Horranded gose, Move, Father, move. Hold on to the gossip. Move, Father, move. Run to the gossip. Shikirano Kosaka. Thank you, Father, Rom for Robosirika, for Robasirika. Thank you, Lord, Rombrosirika. Shirigose, 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 Shirigose. Haramboka, Harambrasa. Yarasidirigose, Shirigose, Shirigose, Shirigose. Harambrandirigose, Shirigose, Shirigose, Shirigose. Horambaka, Shirirukose, Honda Rukosa, Hombrandirukose, Hombrandirukosa, Horandakasa, Horandese, Sharakasa, Horombosirikada. Thank you, Father, for the word, Horambakaraka, for the covering, for the peace. Yarasara Rukose, for the love, Horambrandirukose, Shirukose, 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 Speak to our hearts, Lord. Randa to go say, Shandra Saka. Speak to us. Hmm. Hon Rossi, Kiri Rakandaka.
Horombroseke, Hombrose Shirika Sanraka, Horombroseke, Horombrasaka, Horombroseke, Shararakata, Shirokodeke, Shirokodaka, Horandikese, Horandisharakanda, Horombroshirikose, Horombrasaraka, Lord move, move in a great and mighty way. Let the peace of God manifest. As the word of God moves, Lord, help us to see and to seek you, Father. As we as your presence comes forth, Lord, as your spirit comes forth, Lord, help us to understand that it's only by your grace and by your mercy that this is being done. Peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding, Father God. Let us walk in that, Lord. Mm. Let your peace begin to flow, Father. Speak to our hearts. Calm our minds, Lord. Father God, pour your anointing down inside of us, Lord. So we can move in accordance with that which you have us to do, Lord. Let the word of God move, shift, anoint, heal, deliver. Let the word of God just that do all that you want and desire to do, Father. We give you the glory and give you the praise. In your holy name it is so, Lord. Amen. 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 And amen. All righty. Still that on the Mr. Richardson, are you in class? Mr. Richardson, you on there or are you in class? Let's talk now, Arthur. All right. I guess I'll get started on my list then. Okay, let me pray for Edion. Horande to go say she 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 to go sa. Horande to go say she 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 to go sa. Horande to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go horande to go sa. Horande to go say she to go say she to go say she to go horande to go sa. Horande to go say she to go say she to go say she to go horande. Horande to go say she to go say she to go say she to go Kim Moore, Haraka, Shiriko, Say, 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 Shiriko, Say,
Keisha, Harambarnit, Gosesha, 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 Rasa, Sakara. Morgan McMillan and the families. Harambarnit, Ganda, 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 Gosa, Sakara. Manuel Rosa, Harashira, Gosesha, 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 Okay, hold she to go say she 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 go go say she go go say she 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 go say
Reginald Falls, Randall Gosset, she goes, 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 she Maria Matha, she Steve saw Horoshi, she goes, 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 she
Hodges Jr. Hana the gunner the gun to the gun to the gun sa Hello. Hey, how are you this morning? I'm fine, and how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Today is Friday, and I made my daughter mad, so it's a good day. You said you made your daughter mad? Yes. Oh, baby, you about a day late, a dollar short. (laughs) (laughs) I try to keep the peace as much as possible, but today I'm just like, hmm. She'll be all right. Well, you know what? Tell your daughter that she's lucky she's not my daughter because I poured a bucket of water on her head at one thirty in the morning. So tell her she's what blessed. She so she, so tell tell she she got she's getting off easy. Stop <laughs> <laughs> it! Stop. Oh. Hey, you know. 
It's, it's, it's the least of the things that I could have wanted to do, so I think she got, you know. Yeah, she got off easy. You know, you want to be grown, you figure it out. So now she's trying to figure out school and all the other stuff she's going to be figuring out for a minute. Till I feel, until she starts wants to be a a child in a child's place, then I'll see about being a father. But other than that, child, please. I understand. I totally understand. Because I know she has a she has a little um a part time job that's you know that she's decided to to quit, which I understand. Okay. I, I said you know you're twenty, you trying to figure out you know you already know what you want to do and what you don't want to do. I asked her where she even. You know, when she even took the job, I'm like, are you sure you want to do that? And she said, yeah. But now she changed her mind. She don't want to do it. I'm like, okay, fine. But she needs, she wants me to drive her to work. I was like, that's fine. But now that I'm not working, you know, she was like, can you, would you mind driving me? I'm like, that's fine. She doesn't have to be there until 9 o'clock. But I have to drop Osiris off before 8. So I'm like, we're going in the same direction. I can drop you off. And so she just sat in the car just a few minutes ago, and I'm like, what are you doing? And she was like, well, I don't have to be at work until 8. I was like, okay. I said, so you're going to be an hour, uh, until 9. I said, that's okay. You'll be an hour early. You'll be all right. And she was like, oh, that is not fair. I was like, okay, it's either you get a ride now or you got to take the bus later. <laughs> okay. I don't. I mean, kids these days, you know. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Uh, it's, I guess it's that entitlement thing that they feel. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, and it's not, and it's not even how we, you know, no matter how you raise them, it is the spirit of the age. Like, mm. Mm. you know, it's it's not. I mean, because I know. We never, I mean, people are like, oh, you spoil it. I'm like, no. What I do is I know what I give her, and she knows where my no is. But it's like, what this all extra? This, I don't know where this came from. <laughs> I well, don't know where this came from. I never, so you said that the spirit of the age, it never even, oh, wow, that's just so true. <laughs> you know, like you said, like, it says, no matter how we raise them, I mean, we're doing, we're trying to be parents, we're being loving, but because of the again, the prince of the powder and what's going on in society as a whole, that that spirit grabs hold of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, you see how I talked about that a while ago. It was like everything happens, you know, again, like we always say, there's nothing new under the sun. And we were like, every time, it depends on what spirit is strongest. Mm. You know, like we were talking about homosexuality. We were like, homosexuality ain't new. It's just that now that that spirit is able to attach itself to people. You mm. know what I mean? It's just like it, it knocked on the door a couple of times, and then we knocked it back. Mm. But now it's just like, okay, well, I can attach myself now because everybody's looking to be, you know, they have that, that you said, what's the word you just used? Entitlement. Mm-hmm. It's an entitlement thing. So I'm entitled to feel how I want to feel. I'm entitled mm. to do what I want to do. And mm. before the rules were the rules and, and the the moral standard and everything was cemented. 
and so they wouldn't color outside the lines because mm. the, the lines were strong. But now the, the lines are blurred because even the church don't want to stand mm. and, and, you know, stand in the standard. So they just say, okay, well, you know, I'm going to color all outside the lines, all on the other page, wow. all on the other book, and, you know, hey, it might look like a mess to those who are still coming in the line. But to everybody else, oh, that's a masterpiece. Like, what? <laughs> you know, like, where do we do that at? You know, so it, it's, just, it's just really it's something to see how, you know, we're just so out of order that the mm. check is in order. Mm, that disorder is, according to the world, this disorder we're in is actually orderly to them. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm. Because my sister Cynthia sent me a, um, uh, an article. Cause you, wait, I sent her an article first because you heard about the man. He's 52, I think. And he decided that he no longer wants to be a 52-year-old man. He now, and this is the new word, he now identifies as a six-year-old girl. He was? Yeah, yes. He identifies as a six-year-old girl. We're not talking. We're not talking about the 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 the, what's his name? The the athlete dude, Bruce um, Jenner. We talking about somebody else. This is somebody else. Okay. This is somebody else. This is how far the spirit has come into the into the into the power of the world now. So he so now and when this is so bad, a, a, a couple has quote unquote adopted him. As this supposed six-year-old girl. Oh, my God. Mm. And they're letting him act like a six-year-old girl. So they, he has the doll. He has the, um, he gets the color all day. Now, mind you, this same man, before he decided to identify as a six-year-old, was a father of seven kids. Mm. Where we do that at? Only in this age where we feel entitled to do the most crazy, outlandish things, and people say it's normal. Mm. And they label it as, a, as you know, that this person, is, is, that's how they feel, this is how they feel comfortable. Let it be done. Let, let them have that moment. Mm. And, and so Cynthia had sent me an article right back about, um, there's a new fairy doll. The new fairy doll, the girl gets it home, her mom gives it to her and everything. She's playing with it. And lo and behold, she puts the, you know, she, she was taking, I don't know, she was taking the joke. You know how to look up under the skirt or whatever. It had a male part. I'm serious. So it's just that the mentality has so totally changed that it's, it's like a normal thing now. And if you're offended, there's something wrong with you. Mm, wow. So it, it, it's really, it's, it's, it's that entitlement that's, that's going to lead us into a, an arena, using your word, <laughs> I love that arena thing. Anyway, it's going to lead us into areas that we're not, Aware of, 
because we're not paying attention. Because the, the, the experts and the authorities that are supposed to be experts are telling us it's, it's, it's okay. Mm. It's okay. And, not, and when, you, when you listen to people who are, who are really trying to stay in touch with the real authority, they're like, you're doing too much. You know, and I, I always think it's, it's strange. They're willing to believe in a psychic, but they're not willing to believe in a God. I, I don't see how, you know, you can go with one, but you can't go with the other. It just, it just boggles my mind. It really does. It really does. But who am I? <laughs> who am I? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come on in. No problem. Hey, I want you to do something. Um, I'm gonna pray for Nate, and I want you to pray for him first, though. Nate and Wadgett. Nate and watching it. Nate and watching it. Right. Okay. Okay. Nate and watching it. I've been I've been meaning to ask you about that too. Um. Oh, wow. Why don't you pray in the spirit first and then speak? I know you've been practicing, so it shouldn't be easy. It should be easy for you to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. Hold on one second. You know what? You know, ever since ever since he decided to stand, mm. ever since he decided to stand on watching it, the the two are everything as far as like with his health and watching it, it's it's all connected. It goes back to um. You guess what? Good morning. Yes. Oh, thank you. Hey, man. <laughs> That's God, man. All right. Um. That's awesome. Um. I'm sorry. I got blessed with some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, um, the uh, it's all connected, and now I see 
why I I was so stuck on learning about Job. That's why I, I see that because okay, so and then we'll come back to Nate. The thing is, what believers we as believers have to understand is that. We always say that he has to go, that the devil has to go back to God to keep asking him what he can do. It's from the point of the beginning that God let us know that that's as far as the devil can go in a believer. He can touch your family. He can touch your finances. He can touch your health. That's it. He cannot touch us up until, he could touch us up until, but not including death. That's what he cannot do as long as we stand and don't curse God and die. That's the thing. He let us know that from the beginning, what authority that the devil has from the beginning. Now, as far as our family is concerned, he can't touch our family up until 12. I'm only going to age out. I could be wrong about the age. But up until the age of accountability, he can't touch our he can't touch our family, but once our children become at the age of accountability, that's where the devil can start coming in and attacking them on an individual basis. Mm. Now, when it comes to Nate, because of his belief and because of his stance with what God had given him, as far as not just the ministry but the company and the product that he has. Because the product is going to be beneficial for the kingdom. Okay? And because he's standing and not willing to bow down to the power of money, the less of the eye, the less of the flesh, and the pride of life. He could have been so sad for millions and walked away. Mm. But because he has not done that, the enemy is coming against him, warning him to to get to the point of utter um what's the word, Lord? Uh shit or push up. Um, of utter uh uh disbelief and disillusionment. Because if you knock on so many doors and they close in your face, you know what I'm saying, you you worked, you've been self employed. If the, the doors keep closing, at point you become discouraged, like, what am I doing wrong? I must, you know what, I'm done. I'll I just give it to the high, I'll just go work with somebody else. I'll just give it to somebody else. You get to that point, and that's where the devil is trying to take me, to the point where, okay, if I mess with his health enough, and he has medical bills, and if I mess with his mom's health, and I mess with his brother's health, and, and I start making things break down, and I keep having lawsuits come against him, and I keep picking at him in all these different areas, he will eventually just throw his hands up and sell to the highest bidder because he's gotten, he's gotten um, wow. that far discouraged. Wow. So, Nate, in the name of the Most High God, you are standing on exactly what he needs you to stand on. Mm-hmm. The enemy knows exactly what, because the thing is, he's had him in a holding pattern 
because things have to get to a certain point in the natural for everything that he's given Nate to be able to actually make sense. Because people have been looking at Nate's product and they're interested, but they're only interested for money's sake. But there's going to come somebody in them that's already attached to God in the spirit that also has the money that God has given him, and they're going to connect. The thing is, as long as he continues to stand, if he if he cannot, like you always say, that he cannot back down, he cannot back up, he cannot give in. It it, it looks bleak. It looks dark. That's exactly where the enemy wants him to be. Mm. And like you said, that's where God wants him to be. But he wants him to be hidden under the shadow. The devil thinks it's darkness, but it's actually God letting him be in that holding pattern for the person that he needs to connect with to actually find him. Mm. Mm. And it's it's, 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 it's it's that kind of thing because you know how it's like one of those, oh, I was, I was sitting in the cafe and I just happened to hear your conversation. It's going to be one of those kind of connections. Wow. It's going to be a happenstance. It's not going to be, it's not going to, it's orchestrated that way because of all of the people that are watching him. It can't be, it can't be something scheduled. It can't, you know, it can't be something where someone can say he met that person there. It can't, it, was, it, it has to be happenstance for protection and safety on both sides. So Lord continue to keep them safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, seen and unseen. Help him watch over his food and what he drinks when he goes out. Help him to watch and know and discern any any hidden attacks against his body, O oh God. In the name of Yeshua, we come that you will continue to have to show up his hedge of protection as he continues to walk. Watch over his seven degrees of separation. His mom, keep her mind, oh God. Keep her mentally strong and spiritually connected to you because she is his, 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 his side arm. Father God, continue to watch over his brothers and his seven degrees of separation. All of those who have been standing with him up until this point, let them continue to stand and stand there for Help them to continue to pray in the way that they need to pray to keep him and themselves protected. There is a barrier that you have put in place. Those who are seeking to devour him, those who are seeking to keep him at a standstill and who are working in hand in hand with the enemy, Father God, let those traps and snares and those plans that have been devised let them be made manifested and seen by his spiritual eyes so he can walk around them as you see fit, oh God. So that happenstance appointment that you have set up for that only you know the day, only you know the hour and the time, let it be so that when he sees it, he's not distracted and that he doesn't miss it, that he's there at the appointed time, at the appointed place. Let him continue to hear you as you guide each and every footstep, because you said the steps of the righteous man are ordered. Let him continue to see the order that you have put in place for his good and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. <laughs> but all I can say is wow. <clears throat> wow. 
Whoever said that, that was nothing but a confirmation. Uh, somebody told my mom that the other day, and I got it recorded. It was almost like word for word. Oh, wow. Well, this prophetess is, she was right on top, a great woman of God. It was given to me word for word. I wrote it down. Word for word. She didn't miss a word. Thank God for this great moment of God. God used her mightily. I don't know who she is, but Brother Sam, Pastor Sam, right on. Oh, I'm sitting here in awe. All I could do is just raise my right hand the Lord, and my mouth wide open, listening, word for word, just like she was in the room when this person told me, like, what was it, a week ago, wasn't it? It was on a Saturday night. Mm. And what told me that Monday? Word for word. Wow. Just like she was standing in the room. I know that came from the phone room. She didn't. She didn't miss a word. God used her mightily. Lord have mercy. Oh, tell her thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say, brother Sam. Wow. Word. Honest. I wrote it down. I got it for Nate. Word for word. What did Nate? Word for word. Word for word. Just like. That was God. That was God. God used her mightily. That's all I can say. Oh, Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Are we doing here just shaking our heads? <laughs> that makes three of us because that's what I'm doing. All right, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Who was this great woman of God? That was uh, Felicia. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You tell, oh, my God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, God. Mm. She came right out the throne room. Felicia, uh, prophetess, woman of God. Oh, my God. Mm. She came right out the throne room. Mm. Wow. God used some mightily, Brother Sam. That's all I can say. Woo. Uh, uh, uh. She she hit it just like this woman said it, word for word. Mm. God. And I know she wasn't on that line because this was a woman <laughs> out of South Carolina had this, and it's only for preachers and pastors. Oh, okay. And I know Felicia wasn't on the line. I know because I could tell who was on the line. I was invited because she only invites folks on that prayer line. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not going to tie it up. All I can say is, oh, Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, tell them, thank you, God. Oh, Jesus, you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm speechless. Hey. <laughs> me, I'm big mouth. I'm, I'm never at a loss of word, but I am now. <laughs> well, praise God. God, you so mightily. You tell Felicia, God, Sister Felicia, prophetess, prophetess, prophetess. Uh, okay, let me put it this word, uh, office of a prophet, okay? <laughs> she probably hiding now. Uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing she hiding. Well, tell, tell, tell office of a prophet, tell prophet. She's office, she walked in that this morning. Wow. So, she did. Me and Nate got me. He bought it and bought his uh, cell phone, and I was in my bedroom because I got to go on at noon today. Mm-hmm. And I was here, 
and he brought the phone in, and I'm just in awe, just in awe. Sam, this is on Talk Show, right? Yeah, this is on Talk Show. We'll go back and record this, and I, I, Sam and Mike got to hear this. Oh, okay, because it's, it's on, yeah, it's recorded, so, yeah, you can just pull it up on the computer. I'm pulling this one up. That one, oh, my God, that's why I went to police yesterday uh, out at Jerry's place. Maybe we were all talking about security. I mean, she hit this right on the money. And mm. I never thought what the lady told my mom that we recorded. There, there was no way she could have known this butt guy. Right. Nobody but God. Because when I told Nate what the woman had said, and I wrote it down, and then here, and he recorded it, and here she come, Felicia come, prophetess, okay, prophetess, woman of God, and she just hit it right on the head. And she, I know she wasn't on that line. I can, I know, I knew who was on that line. But Sam, she hit it. She nailed it. Praise the Lord. Sam, Nobody but God, she nailed it. Sam McNabb calls me the modern day Joe. That's what him and Mike Stryker can always talk about. Uh-oh. I am the Joe. <laughs> 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 but Ooh. the Sam, what some of the things she was saying about me, you know, by being here, and the woman has said the same thing. There have been times I've been so mad with him, I wanted to pack my stuff up and go back to West Virginia. <laughs> Yeah, I can probably relate, Mom. <laughs> but God, he didn't. I told him for him to make a move. I'm, I'm 84 now. I'll be 85 next month. But for me to pack up and make a move at 83, you know it had to be been God. Mm. Amen. He just spoke it. Yeah. And that's what the two other prophets said the same thing. And yeah, Pastor Lamore. Yeah, okay. Pastor Lamore. Said the same thing. That's why God sent me here. Yeah. And mm. I, of course, I, of course, didn't, God didn't answer me like he said, like, oh, won't you shut your mouth up? Why do you think I bought you, you dumb? <laughs> why yeah. you fortunate to do when you came? Why you came? Mm. And then I questioned certain things, you know, and I get mad with him, and I didn't cuss him out. I wanted to, but I, being a child of God, I couldn't talk trash to him. But then. <laughs> And you Lord, it sounds familiar. Go ahead, Ma. <laughs> and you said it one Sunday morning, you told me that God said for me to do more listening. Mm. When you prophesied to me, you were praying for me, and you said God said do more listening. So mm. I learned to shut my mouth and listen. Mm. Okay? Yes, you did. You said it to me. And I said, wonder why he said that. God said it. Shut your mouth and listen. And that's what I've been doing, listening. Okay? Mm, okay. Third more, sometimes by shutting your mouth and listening. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you always, we always want to blab out, you know. Da, 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 and, you know, sometimes shut your mouth and listen. You can learn more by listening. And when you spoke that, that was even about two about three Sundays ago, you prayed for me, and you said, God should do more listening. That's what you spoke. And that hit, bam, do more listening. And so I could reconcile, you know. And then when the women spoke to say, just like Prophetess Felicia did just now, I, I understand why. Listen. Just listen. Mm. You know. You always got to blab out. You know, do more listening. 
you can learn more sometimes by listening. Sometimes you can miss the mark by talking too much. Mm. And they spoke it, she spoke it, and you spoke. But when you spoke it that Sunday, it like, bam. You mm. know, I got this, uh, I had to go for uh, uh, for a doctor's report uh, back in, had to been about in July. And Pastor Mark called, and I said, Pastor Mark, I said, I'm going to the doctor. And I said, and I'm looking for a good report. And out of his mouth came, well, Mother, you know, sometimes we have to watch what we eat. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Bam! And here, uh, he, the doctor said, my cholesterol, watch what we eat. Sometimes it listen. Not mm. Watch what we eat. And since then, my sugar has been back on just like normal. Nate would okay, cool. Every day. I'm just waiting for Dr. Now. He took me off one insulin. I'm waiting for him to take me off the other one. Okay. But sometimes just a key word. Mm. And he said, watch eat. You know, you can't go around and eat uh, cherry uh, muffins and how. <laughs> And we wonder when the doctor say your sugar's high. Well, dummy, who did it? You know, if your blood pressure's high, well, get off the pork chops. You know, and stuff, run it up. And so, and but when you said that key word was listen, God said to listen. That's what you spoke that Sunday morning. Key word, listen. And that's what I've been doing, listening. Shut my mouth. Only talk when I have to. Listen. Praise God. I hear this. I, I, this, is, this, is, this has really blessed me today. Lord have mercy. This is really. Oh, I know she hiding. Hey, Sister Felicia. <laughs> I know you're on mute, but you can hear it anyway. God used you mightily this morning. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, and thank the Lord because He did. He used you mightily. Praise the Lord. God bless you. You have a a blessed holiday. God gonna bless you anyway. So God is. And I'm gonna tell you this, Sister Felicia, as a prophet. Yeah, there are some things you've been asking God for. God said it's yours already. Mm-hmm. You already. You already know. He said it's yours. You've been patiently waiting. Bye, Sister Felicia. <laughs> Thank you, Mother. <laughs> it's good to hear your voice, yeah. It's good to hear your voice. It's so good too. I haven't seen you or talked to you for a long time. God used you mightily, woman of God. That was just just, just like right out of a storybook, you know, like you just read it. God used you mightily. Amen. That's all I can tell you. God use you mighty, and you let God continue to use you. There are times you have backed off, and God said, "Don't back off, never." When He give you something, you say it. Mm. When He when He give it to you, you say it. That's why He's using you. He doesn't give that office of a prophet to everybody because mm. everybody can't can't you know want to misuse it. They use it the office of a prophet for Prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T. But mm-hmm. God said, using you mightily. And you let God use you. 
because there are great things in store for you, Sister Felicia. Great things in store for you. Yes, Lord, to even take you higher, like dates, money amounts, you know, even taking even more keener. Because, because you've been asking that, and he's t- and he's giving you just the desire. Because he can't trust this with everybody. He can't trust that office with everybody. And he's using you. That's all I can tell you. All of you had my mouth wide open today. Lord have mercy. Whoo, Jesus. <laughs> God bless you, woman of God. I'm not going to keep tying up the line. But God bless you. God bless you. God continue to use you. And you have a blessed holiday, okay? You too. Thank you, Mother. All right. You're safe. Are you late still there? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for the investors. God put that in. Felicia was talking. I'm going to pray for the investors. Hold on one second. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mother Regina. How you doing? Hi, good morning. Yes, Renee. <laughs> All right, who's this? Renee. Oh, hey. Oh, 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 oh good. My God. How you doing? Doing good. How you doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed and highly favored. I hear this cold today. Mm. <laughs> okay, because you still got victory. I'm I'm looking inside, looking on the outside, I ain't going out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I wish I could do it. All right, let me let me pray for these investors. Are you there, you there, you ready, Nate? Okay. Paboko Shanyeroko Shakambre Shikiha Yandoroko Deke Hoshekaya. Yes, the time is now. Hmm. Hayarambronya Kayaroko se Prokorandekandike he Yandaroko Doroko speak to the heart's father. Hmm. Yander, I feel one of them is going to be a foreigner. Like, a foreigner. Yes, and he will see you. But he has heard of you. His heart is His heart some things that has gone on in his past. He will have questions about. But stand firm and be patient. Walk in the role on the realm of being a pastor, being patient with discernment, and listen to him. Because he is some things that are troubling him. That is key. Like I said, he's heard of you, but now he will see you. But there are some other things that are troubling him that you and walking in the realm of a past will be able to provide him with the necessary answer. Mm. Mm, like the rich man in the scriptures. 
he was seeking the truth, but he, 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 he was blocking his own way. He didn't understand. And as you walk in the realm of a pastor, you'll be able to break down and give him the understanding that he needs because he is truth seeking truth. But we know how the enemy works and how he how he misdirects and misguides. But see, that's 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 what the part because he's been led astray so many times that he actually has a hurt there that that only God can heal. And, and, and he's not getting what he truly desires. He's tried religions, he's tried theology, he's tried all these different things, but he's just misconnected. And God's gonna mm, use you to connect the dots. And he's got his resources are so vast. Mm. His resources are so vast, and you won't see that naturally because he is a master in this, and I'm talking about, I'm using that term loosely, he is a master about hiding who he is in the uh, in the world, hiding who he is in the financial, hiding and putting on a mask, M-A-S-K. And he has the resources to put on a mask, but his heart is burning for the truth. And as you walk in that realm, you will break off that mask, M-A-S-K, and he will begin to see God for who he truly is. And he's going to open up his heart, and the blessings are going to pour forth some more than you can own. Mm-hmm. And when I say resources beyond finances, it's connection, it's ideas and understand. And, yes, there's a divine connection that is being already planned. There's a divine, oh, she was so correct, so correct. I see that now because see, the enemy, as he sees, he puts blocks in every way. But, see, he didn't see this coming, he, and he can't stop this. <laughs> and, see, because you're walking after the Holy Spirit, and you're walking in the <laughs> God is moving you all together. Naturally attracting to each other. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And God is going to use you to help that man in his spirit that's broken, that's damaged, that's hurt, to help that man who has suffered loss and he's put on that mask, M-A-S-K, to help that man, to pull him from the brink of darkness because there's many times that he has been on the edge of committing suicide, of running away and just throwing it all. See, money doesn't mean anything to him because of the loss that he has suffered. Money doesn't mean anything. He's got it. Doesn't he? Does what? 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 Because of what he has lost, he, and money has not been able to give him that. And I'm gonna say it in this capacity: you are able to give him life because you are. Mm, well, that is true because you are a child of God, and God is in you, and you will give out what is inside of you. You are able to give him life. That's what he needs. Wow, that's just like a that's just like a, I'm gonna say like a, a match made in having a, a pair. He's able to give you what you need in the financial arena. You're able to give him what he needs in the spiritual arena. Already, even today, God is moving. 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 Who 
God. Oh, my God, Lord. We praise you, Father. We glorify you, Lord, for the work that you've done and that you're doing. Man, move in a great and mighty way. Your angels are already moving on your behalf, Lord. Your angels are already doing that which you're designed to be done, Father. Mm. Move in a great and mighty way, Lord. Move the destinies across the path that you have planned, that you have foreordained, Father. Oh, Father God, let your precious blood just cover, protect, move in a great and mighty way, Father God. Oh, Father God, protect them, protect their destinies, protect their paths, Father. Move in a great and mighty way. Let it go, Prick their hearts and their ears to record and the eyes to Move the scales, Father Move now. Touch them. 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 Everything is set. Everything is planned. Everything is ready. Now, Father, touch Nate. Touch him. Anoint him, fill him, strengthen, guide, direct, and impart unto him that which is needed, Father. Everything is moving. Everything that is needed, it begins to pour forth down into his coffers. Oh, Father, oh, Jesus, and we praise your name. Today is a day. Today is a day. Today is the 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 day. Your paths are now colliding with each other. In other words, because it's on a collision course, there's not a chance that you're going to miss. Let it collide. Let it collide. Your paths are colliding. God needs it to collide. Mm. You know, when you go into a head-on accident, you want to steer to the left or steer to the right. Let it collide. You will see, you will hear the Holy Spirit. Let it collide. You let it collide. Trust in what God is doing. Let it collide. Trust in what God is doing. Oh, Jesus, let it collide. Father God, we praise you for that word that you just spoke, Father. We praise you and give you the glory, give you the victory, Lord. Thank you, Father, as you continue to move in a great and mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Mm. This is going to be interesting. That's <laughs> all i got to say. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All we can say is, mm. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And, and 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 what really got me when he was saying let it collide is like mm, that's 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 so important because see Nate when you I don't know what it is and you know but you you might see it and you might try to move away from it but God is saying no. And I, like I said, you, you, you'll walk in your discernment. The Holy Spirit will tell you. So in other words, you, because of who you are and how, where you're walking at, you might see it from afar. And what naturally 
okay, I'm going to say it like this. And Paul at different levels when he was going on his journey, and even the saints of God told him, no, 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 but because, because Paul, who he was, and at the level he was, he went on. I think it was to Greek, and he did end up in jail and bound, and everything that they said is true because he was at another level. See, you're at another level. You might see this, whatever it is, from a far way, and you might naturally want to veer, but God is saying, no, stand, stand still and let it happen. Let it happen. And you're going to really have to trust God because it's going to be – Probably unnerving and, and really, God, you know, just, okay, a perfect thing is a head-on collision where you want to steer and get away from it, but God is saying, no, this needs to happen this way. And I guess that's the key part. Not only does it need to happen, but it needs to happen this way because in happening that way is going to force the doors open. Begin because see, you, have to be able to commun- you have to be able to communicate with this man what needs to be done. And you know how, we, how a lot of times, so many times we're closed. We don't open. We don't share. See, he definitely wears a mask. That means he's used to hiding behind things. So he's not going to openly share what needs to be shared. But because of because of the collision that's going to occur, it's just, you know, how that's how God gets our attention. We hit our heads on the wall, and then we listen to him. And that's what needs to happen. So whatever it is that you're going to see, let it happen and trust God. Amen. All right. Mm. Wow. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna let a song play. That's about all I can do right now. <laughs> wow. All right, thanks a lot. Okay. Hi. Wow. <laughs>
It's a strong and mighty tower. Your name. It's a shelter like no one. Your name. Let the nation sing loud. Cause nothing has the power to save. I got the other list to do. Renee, you want to do these other lists? You there, Renee? Um, financial breakthroughs and turnarounds, health, healing, strength, uh, restoration, Walking around with supernatural discernment, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and anything else Holy Spirit might put on your heart. Okay. All right. Hello, oh, we need you now. We need you now. We need you now. More than ever before. Because the spirit of deception is rolling across the land. So we're asking for spiritual knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to go along with our mental knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. They go hand in hand. Help us to be able to to let them work together instead of separately, oh God, so that we will be able to move as we need to move, speak as we need to speak. We know when to defend we know when to attack. We know when to just do what needs to be done to get through our days, oh, God. We ask that you will continue to just strengthen our discerning power so that as we see things, as we hear things, we're able to decipher the voices of each situation, of each 
um, of each arena. Is it your voice? Is it our voice? Or is it the voice of the enemy? So, Father God, help us to be able to discern that and then apply our wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to go the course, oh God. Continue to strengthen us spiritually as only you can. We can show ourselves up in the physical. We can work out. We can eat right, but in the spiritual, if we're tired, it will manifest in the physical, oh God. So continue to strengthen us spiritually as we go through studying your word and praying and speaking with you, meditating on your word, oh God, and being among those who believe as we do. Help us to continue to to fill all the empty places with nothing but you, oh God. So when the enemy comes back to try to come back into the house that we have kicked them out of. He will not find a garnished place, but a filled place, filled with your Holy Spirit, O oh God, so that we can we can rest, rule, and abide, especially rest, O oh God, in you and let you do the work, let you do the, the mighty work that you can do through us, that you're just, we're just vessels and we're, we're the hands and the feet and the body, but you're the one working through in and through us, oh God. And Father God, we also are speaking because as we seek you, the kingdom of heaven and all that's there, you will you will supply every need financially. So Father, we are looking for you to release our financial blessings as only you can. Meet every need, oh God. Meet every need. The enemy wants us to look at what we want, houses and and land and everything. Those are good. But if it's not acceptable to you, oh, God, we just want what you know we need for this time, oh, God. Let it be done in your will and for our good and your glory, oh, God. And we also come that you will watch over and keep our mental, our mental, oh, God, our mindset. Help us to continue to be cemented in what we think of who you are because our faith comes by hearing and our hearing by the word of God. Let us be able to look at the word and discern it as you need us to discern it. Don't let our knowledge overcome our our faith in you. Don't let our don't let what the enemy comes at us with as far as uh he knows the truth and he knows how to tweak it for us to doubt it. So Father God, help us to make sure that when we hear the tweak that we know know that is not of God. It sounds like it. The wording is wrong, though. Help us to understand and discern your word as we read it and as it's given to us through the preachers and the ministers and, and, and the teachers, oh, God, so that we're continuing to not let astray by that single dot or tittle that is removed from your word. Rest, rule, and abide within us as you always do, because you said you will never leave us or forsake us. And we give you glory and honor that only you deserve. And Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right, I'm going to go do the reading.
Okay. We see from this that if the students of prophecy of Christ today had been on the alert and had understood Daniel's prophecy of the 70 weeks, they would have been looking for him and would have known to a certainty whether he was the Messiah or not. But the very passage from Daniel, which gives us the time coming of Messiah the Prince, also tells us that almost he should be cut off but not for himself, Daniel 9 26. How then, how then could he be fulfilled the prophecy that declared that he was to be given to the throne of David and that he should reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom that should be there is but one answer. His coming was to be in two stages. He was to come first as a suffering savior and then as a king. Here's where the Jews of Jesus' day misread the scriptures. They did not distinguish between the suffering of the Messiah and his glory, 1 Peter 1.11. They could not understand how the Messiah was to be a mighty king and also be cut off for the sins and iniquities of his people. There was but one possible answer, and that was the resurrection. They accepted Psalm 16 as messianic, and yet, that it prophesied the resurrection of Jesus in the words, Thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Psalm 16 and 10. This passage, Peter in his sermon on the day of Pentecost quoted, saying that David, being a prophet, here speaks of the resurrection of Christ, and added, This Jesus have God raised up, wherefore we are all witnesses. Acts 2, 25-32. There can be no question but that Jesus and Nazareth were the promised son of David, who is to reign upon the throne of David. But being rejected and crucified and risen from the dead, he now sits on his father's throne until the time comes for him to take the kingdom. The throne of David was on earth and can be never and can never be anywhere else. To say that Christ now reigns on the throne of David and that his kingdom is spiritual is to subvert the meaning of the Old Testament prophecies. The throne of David is now vacant and has been for 2,500 years. But when the times of the Gentiles have run their course, and the time has come to set up again the tabernacle or house of David, which has fallen down at Acts fifteen thirteen to eighteen. The throne of David will be reestablished and given to Christ. And that's actually the end of that chapter. And I'm not going to start the other chapter. We're actually making way in this book. Still got a little ways to go, but we're about two thirds done. Can you repeat that last part again? Well, I'm going to reread the whole thing again. Okay. Okay. Now, remember yesterday we, we, he was breaking down the time and the times and the half and how the 69 weeks of um of uh, the prophetic prophecy of Daniel and how it was actually 483 days or years and how he had broken it up into um you got different you got different calendar years and stuff and how he so he went through that whole calculation to say that the 69 weeks has been fulfilled, and it actually did add up to 483 years, which is what Daniel had prophesied. Okay. It says, we see from this that if the students of prophecy of Christ, they had been on the alert and had understood Daniel's prophecy of the 70 weeks, they would have been looking for him and would have known to certainty whether he was the Messiah or not. Bottom line, they were looking at him, but they did not understand the prophecy. They did not look at it from the spiritual perspective that they needed to. And actually, and it was designed so that they couldn't see because they had to kill Jesus so that he could be, you know, be atoned for our sins. So, again, and like we always say, we don't see how God sees. We don't understand how God does. Mm-hmm. It says, but the very passage from Daniel, which gives us the time of the coming of the Messiah Prince, 
also tells us that almost immediately he should be cut off, but not for himself, Daniel 9 and 26. How then could be fulfilled the prophecy that declared he was to be given the throne of David, and that he should reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there should be no end? There is but one answer. His coming was to be in two stages. So even in that, they were looking for the Messiah, but even in how he's going to reign over the throne forever, if he's a fleshly king, he's got to die. So, so I mean, you know, just we, that's, that's us looking at it from here back to there. You know, but they were, again, they were looking for a whole other thing, and that, so that's, again, how things were just, just, you know, different. The understanding was different. Mm-hmm. There's but one answer. His coming was to be in two stages. He was to come first as a suffering Savior and then as a king. Here's where the Jews of Jesus' day misread the Scriptures. They did not distinguish between the sufferings of the Messiah and his glory, 1 Peter 1.11. They could not understand how the Messiah was to be a mighty king and also be cut off for the sins and iniquities of his people. There was but one possible answer, and that was by resurrection. They accepted Psalm 16 as messianic and yet did not see that it is prophesied the resurrection of Jesus in the words, Thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption, Psalm 16 and 20. Thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will I see that stuff one thy only one to see corruption. So that that right there, Psalms is talking about if he's in hell or Hades, that means he had died. But he was holy. So that that's the whole reason why definitely could not hold him. So that 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 scripture that they're talking about where um well this Peter first Peter first Peter one and eleven is what he said, but it's coming from Psalm 16. And so the Psalm 16 is this particular scripture, but Peter, on the day of a, um, Pentecost, Peter began to quote the scripture. This passage, Peter, in his sermon on the day of Pentecost, quoted, saying that David, being a prophet, here speaks of the resurrection of Christ, and added, this Jesus have God raised up, whereof we are all witnesses, Acts 2, 25-32. There can be no question but that Jesus of Nazareth was the promised son of David who is to reign upon the throne of David. Now, we talked about that yesterday. He's, gonna, he's the throne, he's the son of David, but yet still he's the father of David. And that can only happen mm-hmm. spiritually. But being rejected and crucified and risen from the dead, he now sits on his father's throne until the time comes for him to take the kingdom. The throne of David was on the earth and can never be anywhere else. To say that Christ now reigns on the throne of David and that his kingdom is spiritual is to subvert the meaning of the Old Testament prophecies. The throne of David is now vacant and has been for 2,500 years. When the times of the Gentiles have run their course, the time has come up to set up the tabernacle of the house of David, which has fallen down, Acts 15, 13-18. The throne of David will be reestablished and given up to Christ. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions? It's going to be a great day. <laughs> we can just hold on. <laughs> right, hey, you say, Ooh, can you repeat that about 20 <laughs> Girl, please. <laughs> and, uh, we could just hold on. I was telling my daughter yesterday, I said, uh, uh, there, there was, uh, I, I follow, um, Prophet, Prophet Karn, 
um, some of his teachings and, and some of the things that he prophesied and everything. And he was saying, he said um, that, he said, God said everybody who believes on him needs to do communion going into the new year. Because he was, he said, you know, just like the scripture said, when I see the blood, I'll pass, you know, I'll pass over because you're covered. And I was telling her, I said, um, people, we feel that twenty, this last year has been a trial. Twenty sixteen is going to be a year of utter foolishness. Utter foolishness. Um, and we're we're getting a, a foresight of it with some of the things that are going on when you look at, you know, social media and the news and things like that. So for you you to be reading that this this book at this time is not uh happenstance and I'm so glad God gave it to you to read this particular book because we have to be so connected, you know, um, to him because the stage is being set now that is going to manifest in 2016, but then what happened, when that stage is set in 2016, that's going to be what's going to be. <laughs> That's that's all I that's all I got. As far as like that's gonna be. That's how it's gonna be. Don't it's not gonna change. People are gonna be looking for it to change back. People are gonna be looking for it to be a revolving, evolving thing and not knowing that that's what all of this has evolved to. Because I was um I was seeing about all of the you know, I was saying before about how all the standards are being removed from our visual. Even from the beginning, God let us know that the visual before us is what basically keeps us on a certain pathway. Mm-hmm. But because those visuals are and standards are being removed, the stage is being set for a whole new, a whole new regime. And we're going to have to be able to discern who we can speak to and who we can't speak to, when we can speak and how we can speak. So that thing that you spoke to, Mother Regina, is 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 for all of us. We have to be willing to listen. And the prayers about discerning is very important because we have to be able to know when we can speak about Christ and when we can't. There will be a time when you he will have you speaking about him, and there will be a time when he'll tell you don't speak about him at all. And it's not and it's not out of fear; it's out of protection, because he knows he'll let us know. Because you you always say, Sam, we plant the seed and he waters it, and so on and so forth. That's even go, going to be more so where he's going to strategically plant seed, and he's he's slowly like moving his spirit back, and it's only going to be for those who truly believe. The ones who are lukewarm, 
is at that point now that they have to start choosing which side that they're going to be on. Because when that trumpet sounds, when that, not the trumpet, um, is it the seal, Lord? Is it the bowl? But that point where he goes and he dispatches the angels in Revelation where he says that he gives them that time to go and put the sign in the forehead of every believer, the mark, his mark, on the forehead of every believer. That time is coming, and those who are not, who have not chosen, it will be chosen for them. So we need to stand and stand, therefore. So when he comes back to take over the throne, we are ready, and we are numbered with the righteous. And why that come you? You know, when you said the last part of those who have not chosen, it would be chosen for them. And and I say a lot of times that we make decisions by indecision. And, you know, it's just, and so life is going to push you to whichever way that you're leaning. You know, so because for whatever variety of reasons they might be unlearned or whatever going on, but the world is going to push them where they where they don't, or they may not even want to go, but because a, cho- a clear choice has to be made, it's going to be made, and, and it's going to, that's, you know, it's going to be interesting. All righty. Anybody else got anything? All right. Well, we will take prayer requests then. I'll take a prayer, please. Surely, dear. No problem. Oh, Rambrandis go say Sherroko Braka. Yeah. <laughs> When you were praying for Nate, did you feel a deeper burning than normal? A deeper burning? Deeper. Okay, you know how sometimes you tap into the spirit and you can just, you can feel it. Like sometimes you can feel when you're praying and sometimes you can feel when it goes deep. Yes. So so when you were praying, did you feel like, like you went deeper than normal? Yes. And how did that make that? How did that? How did you feel during, and how did you feel after? Um. How did I feel during, and how did I feel after? Yep. 
you know, and I and I know sometimes it's hard to explain. So I I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel that. You know, you it's, for me is this, and and I had to, and, and I'm kind of going around with the answers. My daughter has this thing where she doesn't like when people tell her how talented she is. Mm-hmm. So with me, I go a little bit further. So like, um, when I whenever I have a okay, I disconnect. I put it like that. So when I, whenever I do let it go and just let God, I totally don't hear. I hear what I'm saying, but I don't hear what I'm saying. So I couldn't tell you what I said. Mm-hmm. Type thing. Um, and then when I come, when I'm done, it's like I went on mute because I was just like I didn't know. I appreciated what was being said, but it was just like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, okay, gotcha, okay. You know, it wasn't me, so thank God. It was like that kind of thing. So I felt kind of like uneasy. I want to hear and make sure. I want to know that I was right, right. but then I don't want to know I was right. That's how I feel afterward. Like, if I'm right or wrong, I don't really want to know. I just say what I say what I say. And be done. You know that's that. If that answers the question. Okay. Oh, I I, I totally understand. And, and you said, like you said, when you went there, you went, you disconnect, and you can tell that he's just flowing, just coming because you're like, uh, you, you like say so you don't remember. So I, I I I feel you. I feel you. Okay. And the reason that I'm asking is because. God says that's what he what he needs you to be more often. Okay. He went back on mute. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. Okay. <laughs> and 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 you you do that by letting him. Well, ooh. And, mm, ooh, wow, wow. Mm. Oh, ooh, Jesus. Ugh. Okay. It seems minor in the sense of you letting go and letting God flow through you like that. Mm hmm. But in reality, it's very major. Because the same hindrances that keep you from letting him flow through you like that are the same hindrances that keep you from walking out on the level of faith he has for you to walk out on. How many times do I pray for you and God says that he's forcing you to do different things because he knows what's inside of you, but you're not walking to the fullness of who he called you to be? Numerous times, yeah. It's that same hindrance in your head, that negativity, your past, those spirits. They'll say, when you go there like that, like you went today, 
all that they they don't even have a chance. It's gone. It's, you are totally disconnected. When you come back to yourself, you you allow them to attach to you. God's saying He needs you to dwell there so that you can walk there. Wow. I'm going to leave that alone. I think I'm going to be quiet. Mm. Then again, I might not be able to. See, he needs you to let him take you there spiritually, consistently, more often, so that you're being built up in your spirit, man, to the degree that they don't have a chance. They won't have the grip. They won't have the stronghold that they've had slash have on you. It's not as powerful as it had been, but it's still a very strong grip. And going into that realm of the spirit that God took you to, Will will keep will lessen their power. Wow. And it's affecting you in all aspects of your life because see, you truly have may or have slash are making the transition to being truly spiritually led. When we're talking about our spirit and our soul and in our body, mm-hmm. you you are truly making that transition to another level. And it's uncomfortable and it's scary for you because you still see reality, you still see the fact, like I say, the facts, and you still see what's going on. And so much of you is still trapped in that old you. But because you have now been made truly uncomfortable and you can't stay where you are, you're forced to do something mm, Wow. I'm going to tell you this, and this is on me. Thanksgiving, I was looking at my situation, and I got somehow, got some change, got a change, got a change. And I said, you know, because I was like, I don't know what else to do. And I said, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to just go over here and start working on the building. I don't know what else to do. I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. It's a needed thing, and that's what I had done before. You know, when I was going to the building with $50 in my pocket and just doing as much as you know, I got to do something to move this thing along because right. I knew that worked for me in the past, so let me do it again because I don't, I don't know what else to do. But I've also said that I, because, again, being led by the Holy Spirit, but I, I can't even say particularly what made me sit my butt down in front of that computer and just keep working and start working these deals and start going over the what what made me start doing that. And then, like I said, I'm looking up. I've been on that computer. It's actually since before Thanksgiving, but I remember the Thanksgiving holiday when I was in that mode of something got to happen, something got to change, and now I'm talking about I've been on that computer since Thanksgiving. And, see, that's that's huge for me because that ain't something I really do. Mm. I'm saying that and coming to you. See, you want to kind of go back into what you know worked for you in the past. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, I'm at the, I, I done got the legs and the knees off. I'm at the waist level, huh? <laughs> And, and, and see that you know, whatever you know, I I can do it, and that's where your mind is at. Now I'm gonna tell you why you got that 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 unpeace, no peace inside of you, because your mind and your soul. Let me go do what I know can work and what I've done in the past. Your spirit is saying nope, and you don't have any peace. You don't. You're unsettled. And when you go to go do those things for whatever reason, it falls apart. And when you go do when you go to walk in the areas and arenas, the spirit tells you you get you get scared and you you run back into Felicia and 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 your mind and those fears. <laughs> so now God says, if you since you're being led by your spirit. Now your spirit man has to be fed to the intensity that is needed so that you can overcome those anxieties, those hang-ups in that past, so you can walk fully in the realm of spirit that God is calling you to be. You going to get back on the line next week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. And I understand it on all aspects. I truly do. So, I mean, and I guess that's one reason I can see it so clearly. Because, I, I, you know, I, 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 I go and go through my own, you know. I, hell, I'm, ugh. you know, yeah. <laughs> so I feel you. <laughs> the only yeah. thing. And you told me, I, I, I've i been doing this for so many years now, it's kind of natural for me. Uh, you know, not to say I like any of it. <laughs> so, I mean, eating your spirit. And the one thing which is be key is don't you say, okay, God, I'm going to do this now. You say, okay, God, you do this, I submit, and let him take you there. Okay. Matter of fact, we're going to pray together right now. You ready? Yes, sir. Say, Father God. Father God. I come before you today. I come before you today. Realizing. Realizing. That I don't know. That I don't know. And that I need some help. And that I need some help. Lord. Lord. As bad as my soul. As bad as my soul. Doesn't really want to do this. (laughs) Doesn't really want to do this. I give my spirit. I give my spirit. Oh, I'm sorry. Full command. Full command. Over this vessel. Over this vessel. Whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do. However you need to do it. However you need to do it. 
I give you permission. I give you permission. Train me. Train me. In the way. In the way. That you know. That you know. I need to be trained. I need to be trained. So that I can fulfill. That I can fulfill. The destiny. The destiny. And the calling. And the calling. Over my life. Over my life. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I'm going to pray for you. Amen. Yes, 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 there is, there is, there is, Father God, now, now, move. Now, now, move. Now, run it against your heart. That's it right there. Divine, divine connection being made. You're touching, you're moving, you're growing, you're imparting, you're strengthening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Felicia, I'm going to start at 10. When I get to zero, I'm going to need you to cough, okay? Mm-hmm. Nine. Ooh, Father God, move him, move him, move him. There's no more room. There's no more room. Eight, there's no more room. There's no more room. Holy Spirit, move them. Move them. Seven, move them. Mm, 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 mm. They're stubborn. They're stubborn. They're stubborn. They're stubborn. But it's okay because God's got this. Mm. Seven, mm, the Holy Spirit is moving in. He's increasing. They have no more residence. They have no more place to reside. Six, mm, if it's okay, it's okay because God is doing this. Five, mm, God says now's the time that he's making a shift in her life. She is consented with it. She is agreeing with God. Her spirit is agreeing with the Holy Spirit. It's in alignment. Four, mm, it's in alignment. The Holy Spirit is moving, 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 moving. Mm, three, Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
You will no longer dwell. You will no longer dwell in that soul. You got to go. You got to get out of it right now. There's no more room. There's no more room. We can't. I break all generational curses right now in the name of Jesus. I all generational curses right now. I break all generational curses right now. Must flee from there. To the dry places, they must go to the dry places. They abide in household. They cannot abide in her. They cannot abide in a family. All generations are broken right now in the name. Now fill up the voided areas and wash the walls and get rid of the residue. There will be no more residue. Right now, the next Gilead is going in there to heal. Palmer Gilead is going in there to soothe. That's right. That's right. Getting rid of all of that. No more room. No more room. The Holy Spirit is increasing. She is the Holy Spirit is increasing. She is decreasing. Father, fill her with your presence. Increase in her life as the word of God. Close the gates. The gates that the enemy had access. Close those gates right now. Jesus. Fill her with your peace and with your word as you heal, as you're going to cleanse her heart. As a shift has occurred. Ooh. Thank you.
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. All righty. They do have a smell. <clears throat> no, really? <clears throat> Just gonna let it settle on you. Um, you might find yourself coughing throughout the day because this was a huge move. Courage. <clears throat> And um, just you know, just kind of keep the you know keep the keep the anointing and presence of God up. And um, you might just let you know let the Holy Spirit lead you. But it was a like some surgery has been done today. Amen. <clears throat> Anything you want to say? (laughs) You say you don't say it enough, huh? (laughs) It's just so it's just amazing. That's all. What's really funny? Not funny. Is it this happened twice? It happened yesterday and it happened today. <clears throat> what? We and both times we were on the call. I was on the call, and you, when you were speaking and praying for me, <clears throat> the overcast moved, and the sun shined. Hmm. And it did it just now because <clears throat> it was overcast over here. It was kind of cloudy, mm. <laughs> just a little bit. And as you were praying, and I was, and as you know, and, I mean, it was a little sunny, but it, the sun wasn't shining in my window the way it is now. Okay. And it did it yesterday when I was driving. It was like the the it was a little cloudy yesterday, and you were praying for me yesterday, and um, <clears throat> all of a sudden. The sh- the sun sh- like beamed into my car, and it kind of startled me a little bit. And then when I looked again, the sun wasn't there, and I was like, "Okay, that was confirmation to what you were saying yesterday." So I just just is is just awesome. He because I I I've always made I always that was always my prayer. Let me get confirmation in the signs that he gave us signs of the signs in the you know, the stars, the sun, the moon, things like that. So, <clears throat> and as I'm talking now, the, the clouds are about to go back over the set again. But, yeah, it, just little confirmations like that. Mm-hmm. He has let me know. So, it's signed, sealed, and delivered. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, signed, sealed, and delivered. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Hey, Renee, you ready for yours? So, Renee. You ready for your prayer? Let the word of God come forth. Cause changes to occur in our heart. Let the word of God come forth. Cause changes to occur in our heart. Let the word of God, there it is right there. Continually keeping, teaching, healing, anointing, directing. Father, give her the strength and the desire to press on. Give her strength and desire to press on. Give her strength and desire to press on. Even through discouragement. Go around it. She must go through it. She must go through it. She must go through it. Relying on the word. Relying on you, Jesus. Relying on you. Keep her. Heal her. Anoint and direct her steps. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Anybody else? I know Erica has said she was in the meeting. Oh, okay. So, I mean, she didn't text, but maybe a prayer for Erica. I will pray for Aricia. Okay, first of all, if she's listening, her daughter didn't call me. She wants a prayer. That's first of all. (laughs) Choices have been made in the heavenlies regarding you. Mm. 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 And I see why. Because things have been placed in front of you. What to do, how to do, when, where, what, and why. And you say, Lord, I don't know, you make the decision. And you've been consistently doing that. And because you've been consistently doing that, you have been allowing him to fully walk in you which has led you to where you're at now, where it's time for the manifestation. Mm. 
for for okay, I see that because much of what's been done has been done in the past, and see, and now that harvest is going to begin to bear fruit. That means if it's going to bear fruit, that means the seed has grown up and now it's at a point where it's bearing fruit on its own accord. And you'll be able to reap from that harvest as you continue to press on planting new gardens, planting more seed. Because you keep saying, Lord, I don't know you do the decisions for me. I don't trust me to make the right decision. Lord, I don't want to be bothered making this. Whatever it is, you just say, Lord, you do it, and you're trusting him with that. Know that if you get in yourself, you're going to do what you want to do, and you don't want to do what you want to do. You want to do what God wants you to do, and that's allowing him to carry you where he desires you to go. Mm. But continue to seek and let God be God and watch him fulfill many blessings and desires in your heart. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. All right, anybody else? I want to pray for you before we get up. Go right ahead. Huh? He said she wants prayer. Who? You said Chrissy? Janice, if you want to hear Chrissy, you can. <laughs> All right, I'll pray for Shanice first. Oh, Rambo, go yes. Yes, yes, Lord, Randy to go say. Thank you, Father, Randy to go say. Shindere to go Randa, Karanda to go say. Shindere to go Randa to go say. Shindere to go Randa to go say. Yes, yes, yes. Help her, Father. Strengthen her. Gird her up. Lead her. Increase in her. Let your desire increase in her, Father. Let your word increase in her. Thank you, Holy Spirit, as the curveball is being thrown at her, though. Hmm. A curveball, meaning that it's coming one way, but then it, all of a sudden it moves in another direction. It's not straightforward. Hmm. She thought things was going in one way, but then all of a sudden it just turned and went into another direction. Hmm. Hmm. A curveball. You're looking at it and you can see it changing direction as it moves. Mm. And you're trying to figure out where it's going to go. You're trying to figure out what am I going to do with this change, this transition, because I was planning and looking at it being this, but now all of a sudden it's something else. Don't be disheartened in that. Don't lose your faith in that. Hmm. Don't be disheartened. Don't lose your faith. Trust God. He knew what was happening before it happened, so trust God that he will bring you through. Grab hold of his word and let it increase in your heart and your life. Grab hold of his word. 
and let him carry you where you might not want to go. Grab hold of his word and trust him as he brings you through this path, through this situation. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. I pray for Chrissy. Yes, Father, ho ho Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yonder go sick. It did go rum brandica, sedatica. Holy Spirit, touch her, touch her, touch her. Yonder go rundle go sick. Did go sa, touch her, Lord. Rundle go sadaka da, sedacosa. Garasa. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay, hold up before you pray for me. No, no, go ahead and pray for me. Okay. All right. As always, <clears throat> we have to call. We have to speak protection over that who is uh is speaking over our lives. So, Father, we speak now. We appreciate all that you do through this man of God, by this man of God, by his obedience, by his willingness to do as you instruct him to do. We'll continue to keep him protected in all three levels, my spirit, soul, and body. Keep his mental, his mental um, at peace and help him to continue to discern the times as he goes forward for you, for your glory, oh God. Help him to be able to see the seeds that he needs to sow. Help him to be able to see exactly where to place each foot today, oh God, so that as he as he walks today, <clears throat> he stays in step with your leading. And Father God, we ask that you keep him protected as he goes out today. Watch over him and keep him keep him aware. Keep his reflexes up, O oh God. Keep him from all hurt, harm, and danger, seen and unseen. Keep him from any accidents, purposeful by the enemy, and keep him from any any mental attacks, any spiritual attacks. We also speak that no weapon of sickness, illness, disease, infection, or plague shall be brought forward to him or his seven degrees of separation, physically. Keep him, um, I'm sorry, bacterial, viral, chemical, fungal, man-made, and bug bites, oh God. Keep him as far as what he eats and drinks and what he breathes and touches today. Him and his seven degrees of separation so that he will be able to walk upright and not be laid flat as the enemy would want him to be. And we give you glory and honor that only you deserve. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Yara kan ron vosika ha yara brandi de kosi shara kan bra 
Hi, Yadako. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Morani Rikose. Yadako Ho. Amen. 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 All right, anybody else? All right, anybody else going once? Anybody else going twice? Anybody else going three times? So I'm out of here. <laughs> Be blessed. Have a good weekend. Talk to you later. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.